Squad. This is Mystery of the Shadows. I am Lizabella. And I'm James. And we're coming to you live from Mystery Mansion. Yeah. Mystery Mansion was very spooky. I didn't know lights. <laughs> yeah, we lost power. We didn't have electric for two days off and on. Uh, several hours at a time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty rough. It was. We had the, the bad winds, the storm with the really uh, bad winds, and that's what caused the power outages. Yeah, so. made us uh, take a pee-pee, right? Uh, sure. You didn't take a pee-pee? No. Well, I guess it was only May. Well, that's cool. <laughs> um, before we get into today's podcast, right? Mm-hmm. What, what's today's podcast about? So there's a ballast turn, as everybody knows. It is the orphanage in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. We've been there. We have. So that's going to be a fun story before we get into that. Mm-hmm. So next week, we're not going to do a story, right? Right. So next week, we're going to do your first, because we don't do Abby so often, we're going to do breaks and different things, right? Mm-hmm. So next week, we're going to have an open mic. And we're going to discuss what? Um, I'm blanking all of a sudden. It must be a ghost. It, I'm possessed. <sighs> yeah. So next week, we're just going to have it over mic and talk about our favorite horror movies. That's what it was, yes. Thank you, Isabella. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had a moment. <laughs> we're on, next week, we're going to have an open mic. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we're going to rank is our top 10 favorite horror movies. So Isabella is going to make her list. Mm-hmm. I will make mine. And then we're also going to rank a couple other spooky things. Right. And we're also just going to have an open mic. About some horror and about some mysteries and about some fancy stuff. Fancy stuff. Well, meaning <laughs> a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. And then we'll, the following week we'll get back into our uh, our normal routine. Normal routine. Yeah. And uh, and the way we do stuff too, right? How we give the story and our opinions. Right. Um, we have a lot of great stories coming up that we're working on. It's meaning as far as going over and talking about it. Right. But. We're also, in the next few weeks, going to be doing the O.J. Simpson case. That should be very interesting. Because it's not a mystery. It's not really paranormal. No. But it is kind of, has a bit of a mystery to it. It does. As most people, I think, in today's world know what that is. It's the O.J. Simpson. If you don't know the O.J. Simpson trial, then you're not old enough to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> Probably. Right? Yeah. Um, That was something in our house just, whew, We'll get into that, though, when we get to that story. Yeah, we will. Um, but And then some other things like Eastern State Penitentiary. Just a lot of stories we're going to be covering. And then we're also going to cover some of our favorite horror books, oh, which we yeah. might do that next week. I too, think we should add that in, into in the open mic. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I think so. And as always, share this podcast out so we can grow it. That's what we're trying to do. And That's our also, goal. And our YouTube channel affiliated with this. As you, you know, we're not going to mention we have other podcasts and all, but this is one of the main po- podcasts we focus on and YouTube channels. We have another one. Yes. Uh, but share this out. We would appreciate it. Yes. We're trying to grow. We are. And try to be spooky, right? Um, but some of the fascinating things that we're going to go over next week, too, is like, Anybody out there, and I'm just doing mentions because St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. Anybody remember Leprechaun movies? Me, 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 me. Right? Yes. I want to cover that next week. It's not going to be in my 10, probably not going to be in my top 10. I really don't know my top 10 list yet. Right. But 
that's a movie I just want to say that when I was younger was scary, and now that I'm older, mm-hmm. you kind of laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot of cool stuff, and when we get monetized on this channel, we had said we're doing a giveaway. Yes, we are. Which is going to be something horror related or paranormal. Yes. We don't know yet. It could be something related to a horror movie. It could be something like that. It could be a memorabilia from a horror movie. You never know. You just don't know, but you definitely want to stay tuned. So if you get us monetized, help us share it now. Keep watching us and tell us you love this. Hopefully you do because we are doing our best. Yeah, we are. We are really trying. <laughs> I mean, that we are really trying to succeed with this. Yes, we are trying to make this the best as possible as we can. Make it interesting and fun for you guys. And hopefully have... Uh, we would like eventually to have guests on this podcast. Yes. We, that's, that's when we do open mics, what do you can tell, my, tell us some of their favorite horror movies, some of their paranormal situations? That would be amazing. Especially if they're into that kind of thing. Like, stuff, there's a lot of people, even our mom, which you won't have, we won't have on the podcast. She's not into uh, being on social media. Right. But she's had experiences with paranormal. Yes, she has. So we'll talk more about that next week in our open mic about personal things that have happened to us, too. Because we've had quite a bit. Yeah. And we'll talk about some of our family that's mm-hmm. had a lot of weird things, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And then we'll talk about some mysterious thing, mystery things that we have ran into. And one of them being when we were camping before. Oh, yeah. Something very <laughs> creepy. And the reason we're talking about it is because we are doing a camping thing in 10 days. Yeah. In Burkittsville. Burkittsville, Maryland. Okay. And last time we were there, we had some strange things happen at this campground. And if you know the legends of Burkittsville and some of the stuff from movies and stuff, you're going to find some stuff we tell you next. We can open my creepy. Very creepy. And if you do not know the snow wickets of Burkittsville, now it doesn't actually have, the, the story is not real. But the movie is the not mo- real. Real. But... And the story is not real, but there is things that have happened there that are affiliated. Right, which the movie we're speaking of is the Blair Witch Project. And not that that's we know that's not true, but there is some legends there. There's some people have had things happen. There is a story of a witch. Well, you know, I guess it goes back to the generation of the witch trials. I believe it goes back that far, yeah. So, yeah. We are staying there again this time. Hopefully, well, mm. hopefully things get a little interesting. Yeah. And that's going to be on our Angra Hawks Fishing Outdoor Adventures fishing channel yes we will be dropping hopefully doing a live but dropping our videos from camping because we're doing survival camping as far as like catch cook catch clean and cook Cook, got it right there (laughs) but we're also going to take some video footage with our gopros to drop on the mystery of the shadows youtube channel yeah so so if you're not subscribed to both those channels do it. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to miss out if this sounds it's a fun. Yeah, so if you like the camping side and fishing side, go to Anger Hall Fishing Outdoor Adventures. Then if you want to see the mystery side, go to Mystery of the Shadows. Both are done by Elizabella and James. <laughs> that Ooh. would be us. <laughs> yes. So, and uh, we're going to be putting up, I'm working on one this weekend, putting some Mystery of the Shadows merchandise up. Which we will have that oh, yeah. link. We will have that link for all of our merchandise stores, which is Angra Hawks and all the everything we do, will be in the link in the description. On not only on here, not on this episode, but on our next episode, and will be on our YouTube channel for you to check out our merchandise if you want some Mystery of the Shadows uh, merchandise. You're right, because I mean I know I do. 
Right. So, <laughs> but when you go to that, it's also not have our Angra Hawk stuff. So don't yeah. be like, where's the, we're just going to be a section just from Mystery to Shatters on our Angra Hawks. Yeah. So don't, don't get upset. I'm like, hold on. This is all the Angra Hawk stuff. It's going to have both on there. Yeah. We're just going to put it all in one store so it's easier for us. Yep. So right? just keep looking. You'll find a section. You, it'll be on there. And another update before we let Elizabeth start this wonderful story. We have started our horror, horror book. Got it right. <laughs> we have started writing our horror book. We started it last week. Yes, we have. We've already got a couple of stories down. It's what we have decided for our first book of many, mm-hmm. on, as far as horror books, because we're writing other books, but we also write a couple horror books and a couple outdoor books and stuff like that. Right. But for our first horror book, it's going to be several short stories, horror stories. Yeah. And we've. We're getting there. We are. So that will be hopefully released in October, maybe sooner. Yeah, we never And know. then our Anger Hawks one will be in next month or two. Yeah. Or, or outdoor one, so pretty cool. We're very excited about it. As you can tell, we are dedicated outdoors people and mystery paranormal people. We love it all. Uh, yeah, that's our life. It is. <laughs> so let's get into the story. Or the it's not really a fake story. It's a story. It, it's, it's a real story. And we've been there. And we Gettysburg, have. PA. And it goes back to our last podcast. If you didn't listen to our last episode, the Jenny Wade House. This ties in. This ties into that because you, when you go to Jenny Wade House, you can also do this tour. They're both right there across the street from each other. Yes, they both are. Both owned by the same company. Yeah. And they both have legends and they both are haunted. And have a great history story behind it, which Elizabeth is going to tell. Yeah, because, you know, you have to start with the history part of it to get to why it's haunted. So the orphanage came about because of the American Civil War. So the Civil War lasted from April 12th, 1861 to May 9th, 1865. She studied these dates. (laughs) I love history and uh, she's trying to impress me. (laughs) And of course... During that, we already know that the Battle of Gettysburg had come through Gettysburg. Now, as a result of the war, a lot of children were left orphaned. So, no parents. They, they need to be cared for, clothed, fed, and educated. Which is kind of fascinating because the think about is that there was orphanages back in that time. Mm-hmm. There was orphans back in that time. You, you don't really think about it. No, it's not something you would think is you just back think in of, that time, right? Right, you wouldn't think that just orphanage back then. You wouldn't think that you had people that abandoned the kids or died or whatever made them go to the orphanage, right? right? Exactly, exactly. So it's actually put a new perspective when you hear the story of like, oh wow, that was a thing. You know, I didn't even think about the the poor children and and which is fascinating. That I'll say too is that when we went and visited this, right? Yeah. You don't back when you're doing there, you're focused on trying to find ghosts, right? So, the story of it itself, you don't really focus on at that point, right? To me, because I never really call on, okay, this is an orphanage or a kid, you just sitting there like, okay, where's the ghost, right? So, you might not catch to the, the history of it, right? Now, spring 1866 is when this is established, and they make Felinda Hummingston the first matron of the orchard orphanage, which she will be taking care of all of the children. She's going to educate them, clothe them, food, you know, give them food, all of those things. So this particular site was selected. It belonged to J. George Wolf and was used during the battle as a post. So it was used for the war. Yes. 
Yeah. So during the war, they were using it as a station kind of thing. Basically, yes, right. exactly. Um, now, this post was used by Major General Oliver O. Howard, which actually was who Falinda's husband reported to during the war. So he was a general of her husband. Yes. That's so crazy. it kind of came full circle for her. Now, Falinda had three children with her husband, Amos. Uh, the children's names were Frank, Alice, and Fred. So her and the children moved into the orphanage. That way she could take care of her children and the orphan So her children. children spent time with the orphan children. It, they were all yes. in one house. All one house. Um, and she was well-loved by everyone in the community and the children. They, they said she did a phenomenal so job. So Felinda. Felinda, yes. Was a great community servant. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now, there were, when it first opened, 22 children. There were 12 boys and 10 girls when it first opened. That is a lot of children, just to even think about. Yeah, especially if it's only like one person taking care of them. Yeah. That's another thing. That you got to think about, like, wow. Yes. Incredible. Two for one. Plus, she had her three I mean, one, children. One kid's a handful. 22. Right. Plus, she has her own okay. three, yeah, yeah. Own three children. So, that is a lot. Kudos to her for doing such a great job. Yeah. Now, by 1868, there were 60 orphans residing there. And it became overcrowded. So, we just went to the fact that she took care of 22 children plus her three. Now, it just jumped up to 60. Now, by 1869, three or two a year later, sorry. Um, yeah, it's expanded to 60 kids in one year. Yeah. So, they and had, a lot of that had to have been due to the battle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what that's the whole reason why they started the orphanage. Yeah. So, I mean, you're thinking more and more and more kids that just to, goes to show you how gruesome the battle was. And then how so many kids were left orphans and i yeah. guess a lot of it was because either the kids were only had fathers at that point yeah or they, they just couldn't be taken care of yeah that's the yeah that's the main thing and the fact that at least that they had someone like felinda to go to to take care of you know so i mean she's taking care of 60 kids yeah and she must be doing a great job because she's loved by many you're right did not find one bad thing about her in any of the articles I read. They were, or the uh, stories we've been told. Right, exactly. So by a year later, there were up to 70 children living in this homestead. That's crazy. Again. So they had to build a back corner of the homestead. They it wound up being two buildings that were L-shaped. And they made the one building a dormitory for the girls. So still, Felinda is taking care of all these children. They just expanded the property. Now, the orphanage that you visit today is only the small building downstairs in the base of the cellar, the basement. Yeah, so the whole building that was there before or was original is not there. The base of it and the basement is. Right. Which is going to get to the horse part of the story in a little bit. Yeah. So, 1869, Felinda wound up remarrying and moving to Massachusetts, leaving the orphanage without a matron. So, now they have to hire a new woman to take care of the house. They wound up hiring Rosa J. Carmichael, who was the new teacher, and she was in charge of disciplining the children and taking care of them. So, she's now the one in charge. She's the lady in charge, and Felinda's no longer there. Nope. Just, just uh, Rosa. Um, now, they, the interesting thing is that no one could find really much of her before she came to the homestead. 
So it's like or she just after. appeared. Right. And then even after she left. No nothing, history on her. No yeah. history. Which is kind of creeping itself. Yeah. It's like, where'd you come from? Yeah. Where'd you come from? And uh, where'd, where'd you, go? you go? Yeah. Cotton Eye Jail. Now, the, <laughs> <laughs> the next several years proved disastrous for the children. And the institution, as alleged instances of child abuse, surfaced. The scandal spread over the next several months. So there were stories spreading through the town of this horrific things happening at the orphanage. So the people are starting to talk in this small town of Gettysburg. Yes. That this woman is abusing the kids. Yes. And mistreating them. Right. And now everybody knows when people talk, especially back then, yeah. the people talked, especially yeah. in a small town like Gettysburg. Right, exactly. So, um, Waynesboro Rillich rec Record reported a story of a 16-year-old boy missing part of his left arm. He had made his way into to the town, claiming he had come from the homestead, which is the orphanage. Now, his clothing seemed extremely dirty, and he had no shoes. So, this child's walking around barefooted. So, I mean, this is definitely, in my opinion, today's world would be neglect and extreme discipline and child abuse. Oh, absolutely. Today's world, you should be in handcuffs already. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it would like, no, it seems like back here they, they were talking, but no one was really doing anything about well, it. Or inspecting or investigating. It was just like, it's just what's talk about it. Right. In today's it world. It might be happening, but we're not going to investigate. Right. Today's world, everyone would be investigating that quickly. Yeah, it wouldn't be happening at that point. I mean, once someone's talking about it, it's investigating. Yeah, exactly. Now, he told the story of his list, his sister Lizzie and Bella Hunter, both ages 17, who were forced to wear boys' clothes for punishment. And then Bella was made to do the most degrading work, and when her tasks were done, she was locked in her room. I'm talking kids. Kids. Kids being locked in, locked in, a, locked in a room without food, water, probably just locked in there. Mm -hmm. Can't get out. Don't know what the heck they did. Is that and like and they've already lost their parents, so yeah, yeah. they're going through a lot of, of things. Which with. again is a big change because these seventy kids from going from Florinda to mm -hmm. Rosa. Yes, they're that's a dram <laughs> that, like, that's like night and day. day exactly. Now on June eleventh, eighteen seventy six. Rosa was arrested on a warrant charging cruelty to one of the orphans and held at $300 bond. Oh, that's punishment. Well, back in the day, $300, I mean. Well, yeah, it's a lot of money, yeah. but still. But still, yeah. Um, now, she was indicted on three counts of aggravated assault and battery. Now we're talking. <laughs> she was found guilty on one of the counts and was fined $20 plus court cost. And released. Wow. Back to the orphanage. That, that, that's messed up. That, that's, uh. Right. They're like, yes, you're definitely guilty of this. We're going to find you. We know you're you. doing it. We're going to give you a small fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, for today's world, it's probably about 2000 I mean, I'm not exactly sure estimate, but certainly not millions. Right. And. Go on back. Go, and take... go back and take care of the same kids. Yeah. Even though we know what you're doing. And we're not going to even send you for therapy or more extreme actions or fire you or uh, whatever yeah. maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah so um this sentence made her even worse she became more brutal and cruel she she totally messed up yeah she had a brutal taskmaster boy about the age of 19 who would beat and kick the little children to the delight and approval of her 
So just to make her happy. So she would literally have a kid or a young man, mm -hmm. young boy, young boy, abusing, abusing the younger ones. Yep. To get her approval. To get her approval. Uh, and I'm sure he was probably doing it so that she wouldn't come down on him. On him, yeah. Yeah. So I don't blame him. You know, all kids, just some are older and uh, they're scared of her. Exactly. It reminds you of Matilda. That's exactly Mrs. Trench. So when you're listening to this, you're thinking being in the school that Matilda was, if you ever watched that movie in Podcast Land, right. Mystery Land or whatever, that's the kind of vision I'm getting. Yeah, Mrs. Trenchbolt. Yes. Yes, exactly. Maybe worse. Worse. But, I would say a little worse probably. <laughs> but you get that kind of idea. Yeah. Great analogy on that, yes. Now, in the bitter cold, she had a boy aged four or five locked in the outhouse. Now, for anyone out there in Podcast Land who does not know what an outhouse is, it is a little shelter outside that you would use the bathroom in so yeah for anybody who's in podcasting who may not know who's in the younger generation yeah it's not heated no okay it's it's cold it's the outside temperatures you just get a little something to close the door to have privacy but it's like putting something up and uh yeah. for your poop and pee don't freeze exactly so it's it's not it's not exactly uh warm and or, it's not very big either yeah it's like being in a porta potty in today's world yeah basically like that um but this outhouse was made of wood now he was released at midnight by two men who happened to be walking by and heard him crying and pounding on the door and the, and the outhouse so they locked him in four or five years old and locked in that outhouse yeah out in the cold out in the freezing cold in the middle of winter <laughs> no unacceptable Unacceptable. Now, uh, Miss Ro Mrs. Carmichael, which is Rosa, also had a little girl stand on the top of her desk until she could no longer stand there and fell down from exhaustion. So what I'm getting is he's just brutally torturing these kids. Yes. Abusing them mentally and physically and torturing them. And that's all. The, yeah, that's constantly what they're going through with um, her there. And it sounds like, I mean, and this is how am I, my analogy from it is. Back then, that's what they did to these troops when they would capture them. They would torture them like this. And right. And she's doing it to kids. Yeah. For her own pleasure. Because she doesn't sound like she's right in the head. Um, now, there are also reports of makeshift five foot by eight foot dungeon in the cellar, which they called the pit. And this is not reports because it is there. We have seen it. We have been inside of this And this thing. thing is not comfortable to be down in, right? I mean, no. but what I'll say on that, it goes back to the Matilda the Chokey. It kind of the same principle, yeah. Principle, right? Exactly. So if you're trying to have an imagination here <clears throat> and you can't think of what we're talking about, think of that movie. That Yeah, that's great, great for them to really get the idea. Um, but yeah, there's a little pit. So you have to go down into the cellar and then there's a little pit that they she would put them in, in the pitch black. Because you remember back then, there's no electricity. That's something else you don't think about. Yeah, no and that, electricity. And, and just think about it. As adults, being in the dark is kind of scary, right? right? But as a kid, it's the most gruesome thing. I mean, I could think back to when I was a kid. Don't put me in the dark. Right. And most kids don't want to be in the dark. That's no. why they have nightlights, right? Exactly. They're scared of the dark. I know I was too. And I know when the power goes out here as an adult, it's, it's scary not because you of ghosts per se or boogeyman but just because you don't know what's going on around you you're so used to being able to see what's going on all around you with lights mm -hmm. 
and it's it's kind of frustrating. And if you've ever noticed when it's dark, pitch dark, that your eyes start playing tricks on you. That's so your imagination. Yeah. So you imagine that someone's coming through your door as a doll. So you just imagine what these kids are thinking. And go, I mean, going through. Yeah, it's just it's un it's unmanage unimaginable. Um, now there's also shackles in the in the cellar, which we can also attest to. They're still there to this day. Those sack shackles. Think about that. This is an orphanage. Why is that there? So that already tells you that what we're telling you and the history of it is true. Right. And it is still there, not touched. And it's same state it is. We've seen it for our eyes, but we'll get more into that. Yes. Now, some of these children, they, they rumored that were, were actually put in those shackles until their untimely cruel deaths. They were left there to So now die. she's committing not just cruelty, but murder. Yes. To kids. Right. So you think about that. Kids now have died in this basement dungeon, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And what I'll tell you, too, is before we get into more, that basement is cold. Oh, it's, it's freezing. It's the temperature what it is outside. It is. And there is electric and there is heat in that building because there are actually apartments in the upper part that people live in. So if you go there and visit this in the summertime, it can be muggy, sticky, humid even right. with this a fan or whatever they have down there i think it's a fan right and then in the winter time or fall we've never been in the winter so fall and spring it's pretty chilly it is. at nighttime it gets really chilly down there so imagine yourself and it's like wet dampness it's, yes. it's miserable it's miserable and you're only down there when you're doing this tour for a short period of time right mm -hmm. and now you can stay there longer they have other things but we've been down there, i think max 30 minutes and you immediately went out there because number one, it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it's just got that misty, cold, damp, right. and your bone kind of feeling. And, and, that's in some, and in the summertime, it's just like mm -hmm. dusty, hard to breathe kind of feeling. Now, Rosa, even though she still had more accusations coming at her, was getting madder and madder. She called the charges slanderous. She she was lying through her teeth that she was not doing these things, even though there was proof of such things. And, it, and it, the thing of it is too is that most at that point, I'm guessing the war is still going on, right? The right. Civil war. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Gettysburg still going on. No, I think the Battle of Gettysburg was over, but Civil the War still, still going on. Yeah. So you got to think of a lot of our resources at that time. And a lot of our laws were just focused on the, the war. war efforts. Right. Because we were at a splitation of the North South, you know, and your focus was on that. Like, are right. we still going to have a union? Which probably did not help the fact that she kind of fell through the cracks. Yeah, because at that point, you just focused on preventing the Confederacy from taking over. Right. Um, so, and she even had the audacity to blame the townspeople for not contributing money. Right. To help out with the orphanage. That was her blaming them for that. That's crazy. And, you know, I'm really hoping the people in podcast land ain't hearing our wonderful little doggy comments <laughs> snoring up a storm while we're telling the story. We think we put him to bed because <laughs> I think he enjoys the story. Right? Yes. I think she, I, I think he is over there. Because <laughs> he is snoring loud now. <laughs> he is. Now, um, now, due to this controversy, because she was again investigated, uh, along with the charges of mismanagement and the violation of a trust fund caused the tragic closing of the homestead in December by the county sheriff. I mean, so she's breaking laws today that would put her in jail forever. Oh, yeah. But she was let go and she disappeared out of town. Yeah, she wasn't like 
to I mean, today's world, you'd be sitting in a jail cell for murder, mm-hmm. um, abuse to kid. I mean, just every yeah. charge in the book, and then you have finances charges, which whatever that may be. Exactly. And uh, and and this woman was just set to go live her life. Why those kids that are dead or mentally damaged or physically damaged from this time that she spent there? Which how long do you know for sure exactly how long she ruled the orphanage? So she ruled it for about. From 1876 mm-hmm. to, looks like, 1877. So all this trauma within a year, it sounds like. Yes. And all these accusations and all and her already getting in trouble once and not twice within a year. Mm-hmm. Just in one year. And these kids went through that and then there was deaths and this just gruesome, gruesome, gruesome. Very gruesome. Um so yeah, they cl- like I said, they closed the orphanage. Um, the sheriffs wound up putting it up for sale in the summer of 1878. After that, it changed hands, obviously, through people. But today, it's the Ghostly Images gift shop, and it's also where you can purchase tickets to the orphanage. Which is also the same place right. that owns the Jenny Wade House, which we said we did in our last podcast. Right. So you can do two for one, right? Exactly. And it also has the day and night tours. So that's yeah. where we, I guess we're going to get into the ghost part, right? Yes, we are. All right. So like always, your experiences as being there ghost-wise. So I already told you in last podcast that the, the children followed me over to the Jenny Way house and was playing with my hair. Then that that's what we were saying last week of going walking across from the Jenny Wade house. She had an experience where her hair was uh, up in the air, touched. Yep. <laughs> um, and this is not made up. And uh, if you go back to last week's podcast, you will hear it and hear our discussion on that. Right. And that's how it tied in with the Jenny Wade house. Because they're walking, we're walking across through, or you are in that tour, just you. Right. Walking across with your husband at the time. Right. And that happened. Right. We both saw it. And they even say that the children like to go over to the Jenny Wade house and play. So, yeah, I mean, that ties all together. But that was one instance. So, I mean... That's one instance, right? This is yeah. one person's perspective. That's you, right? And that was just one time. One so some. let's go into some more of yours. So I believe it was the second or the third time I went back there. And I'm sorry to stop you. We've mm-hmm. been on this tour just like the Jenny Wade. More times than we can count. Yeah. <laughs> and every time you get more information and you get this witness possible different Different paranormal things. things, right? Right. And what we're, before we're getting into the, the stories, more stories of what happened to you, just think of what happened there. So it's most definitely haunted. Oh, if yeah. you believe in paranormal, it's most definitely haunted. And I, like I said in the last episode of this podcast, I'm not. I'm more skeptical than you. Yeah. Yes, you are. And we'll leave it at that. And you can continue. Okay. So second or third time going there, and. We were down in, into the cellar. They, I think I walked over to one, because they have pictures on the wall of like somehow it looked back then. So I believe I was over there looking at those pictures at that point. And I felt something brush against my back, almost like a hand brush against my back. So that kind of creeped me out a little bit, but I was like, okay, that's weird. And it was really low too on my back. So and it felt kind of small, so I was thinking maybe a child's hand, but I don't know what it was, but there was nobody near me. I turned around, absolutely nobody around She was me. by herself at that point, but I promise you she wasn't by herself for long because she took off running. No, actually, I did not. 
But <laughs> then it came to the time that we sit down and they turn off the lights. So they have people, you can take um, pictures, you know, all while the lights Film are out. And Filming, whatever you decide. Right. Some people can even go back and sit in the pit while it's dark and take pictures and footage and things of that nature. So I was on the front row, the very first bench. I was next to my husband at the time. And then on the other side of me was this lady, which I had never met. And we were taking pictures with, the, you know, the lights out. Lights turn on. Of course, we're, everyone's going through their pictures to see if they got anything. The lady next to me, and I crap you not, all right, she showed me because she started to freak out. Clear as day, right in front of us, she had taken a picture. And clear as day, you could see a older woman and two semi-young boys. I would say they were probably in their late teens next to her. One on one side, one on the other. You could see clear as day. It was still, you could tell it was a ghost because it was not transparent. I mean, it was transparent. It was not, you know, like a person there. And there was nobody in front of us when the lights were off. But the lady had old time clothing, long dress, and the boy's clothes looked kind of tattered. But I mean, it was pretty detailed for the picture, you know, for, for what it was. And like I said, she took that picture when it was pitch black down there. Freaked me out. Mm -hmm. Freaked her out. And she immediately went over to show the tour guy who said, I need you to email that. We want to put that on the website. Right. So that in itself. That's like, your experiences, right? That's my experiences. Okay. So what I will say on that is that this pit itself, this is me, is creepy, cold, and unfinished. Mm-hmm. And miserable, damn like I was saying. Um, I can personally say I don't have any experiences down there because I've only done that tour, I think, twice. Right. But the many tour guides have told us the stories. And even the ones that do the Jenny Way tour have told us things they have witnessed, just like we said. Right. And people that have taken the tour have, have witnessed. Mm -hmm. And the people that are strictly non-believers of paranormal that do the tours, some of them, have told us that they now believe when they've done these tours because they have seen, felt stuff, heard stuff. Okay. And they will play some stuff, too. There was a lot of creepy stuff if you take the Jenny Wade in this tour. So I am a firm believer. Like I said, Jenny Wade, I've seen stuff. So I'm a firm believer. Oh, yeah. That there's something paranormal in these two areas. They do offer where you can stay there and do these tours by yourself. Yeah, and if you're up for that and that's your type of thing... It's available for you to do. Yeah, and you do your whole ghost hunting adventure, right? But exactly. you can also just take the tours and do your little right. thing with groups, right? Right, which again, the daytime is usually more of the history side. The and the nighttime is the history and the ghost. Right. Um, so definitely do both. Right. And the other tip that I will add about the orphanage is that they leave toys down there for the children. Yeah. And they will find them toys moved about yeah. all throughout that cellar when they come back. Yeah, you're not allowed, so... It's not a staged thing, and I'm be one honest. You don't make money or make stage because they really focused on the history of it, right? But it really became more about the history than it became like, oh wow, this stuff is really happening. Let's make it both. Um, but stuff does get moved, and they don't know why because it's the same tour guide that you know doing this time slot. This and random things happen. Like we said in our last podcast, Jenny Way one. We have, I have witnessed weird stuff, not weird, just impossible right 
especially and for being skeptical, it's like that's impossible. But <laughs> there's no explanation. There's for no it. explanation. And I know they're not doing it, and even if they were, they couldn't do it. It's just it's. Yeah, and it, like I said in the last podcast, people have quit their job there because of it. Oh yeah, I'm talking about people who are straight out skeptical. They don't believe. Wind up quitting because they got scared. Because they found out real quick that you can't be skeptical. Yeah, there's things that do happen there. So the rule on that is yes, both have some paranormal to the extent of like they both have gruesome history to it. Some people mm-hmm. have died at both, so that's what you need right away for the horror, the haunted. Right, right. And there's too many people have witnessed stuff. Yes. I'm a firm believer. One person, okay. Two person, maybe. And you start getting up there, and we're talking hundreds, and this thing's visited thousands of times a year. Right. And you have people who don't have any experiences, but then they take it a second time, and they do. Right. Okay. So it isn't like you're guaranteed you go here one time, it's going to happen. But it's a good chance. Right. Right. So mean is I've done this tour several times. Times I've had nothing. Times I've had stuff happen. Um, if you listen to Jenny Wade stuff, the times I've had things happen. Um, the cat we talked about last podcast. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of creepy stuff. And that's just two people sitting here telling you and doing this podcast on mysteries. Not counting the thousands and millions who probably have gone there. there right. And not including the workers. You go there and you ask them. And these workers are paid per hour. So we're not talking the owner. We're not talking magic. We're talking about workers. Yeah. They're not going to lie. <laughs> no. Especially some of them will literally talk to you like person to person. Like, this is what's going on. Right. Okay. I don't believe. But I've recorded. Some of them even have their own phones where they take private stuff. Because it's like, this is impossible. Nobody's going to believe me. Right. Even when they're closing up at night. Right. So, so. that tells you right there. That, yeah, it's this definitely thing. And also, just like the Jenny Wade house, some of the big uh, ghost um, paranormal investigators have been to the orphanage as well. Yeah. So these two things are on some of the big shows on TV that have done investigations. A lot of YouTube channels have, but mm-hmm. a lot of the big haunted hunters and stuff like that. Well, house, oh, not house hunter, Go- ghost, ghost hunters and ghost hunters okay. yeah. done their things at these two places and have both agree, both channels or both shows uh-huh. have agreed something's going on there. Right. That's the closest you're going to get to the legitimacy of paranormal. Right. right. Which I do remember on Ghost Adventures, particularly, uh, I've, I'm blanking on the gentleman's name who's like the main star on there, but he actually crawled into the pit in the dark and was filming. Yeah. So there's creepy stuff and there's funny creepy stuff on YouTube if you look up, but they also have DVDs at the shop to show you some of the stuff. And each tour guide, some of them have their own phones that have footage and videos and sound clips. It's like, no way, man. And one tour we did, I think it was someone last year where the guy said he will no longer go down there by himself. Yeah. He was like, no. Nope. He, he was a non-believer. And he's like, now he doesn't do any of the tour unless the people go on with him and all this. And he has someone lock it up with him because he's now like, something's going on in these places. And I don't want to be here by myself. Which I 100% agree with you, sir. <laughs> I would not want to be caught by myself seeing that. I want someone with me. <laughs> so, I mean, if you really look at the most haunted places, Gettysburg itself is one of us. Oh, these yeah. are just two little minute things. Minute. Yeah. Things. <laughs> minute. <laughs> minute things in Gettysburg that have the history and the horror to it. 
Right. If if you or the history and the paranormal. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to go to Gettysburg, we I mean there's a list. Yes. I and mean, this is just a small course. There's so many hotels, just and then that's not including just the battlegrounds and stuff. Right. The battlegrounds of Gettysburg ghosts are spotted. Yes. And, and the there's different stories. And, stuff and different stories at hotels up there just it's crazy. And we've gotten to experience it because we have gone to Gettysburg a lot and pretty much do every year. And we have witnessed a lot of things we won't get into in this podcast because we're just talking about the orphanage and kind of Jenny Wade since we did Jenny Wade last week. Right. Um, so it's it's an incredible place. And I really believe if you really are in the paranormal and you really want to be a paranormal investigator, mm. um, this is a, this good, is a place good starting to... point. Yes. This is your first chance that you really have a legit chance to experience Something. something yeah for it's sure it's a good starting point jenny wade and the orphanage is a good starting point for any investigator to paranormal investigator yeah that wants to get into doing this and being a paranormal investigator it's a good starting point because yeah. you know some places are tougher than others but these two places for people that aren't even for paranormal investigators <laughs> have seen things including right. a skeptical person like me and I am very skeptical. I've always been a skeptical person until I see enough evidence for myself. And uh, I say the verdict, like I did with Lizzie Borden, what's mm-hmm. the verdict? The verdict is there is something strange with these two places. And that's how I am. I'm yep. a fir- I mean, you know me. I'm one that will, it's got to be something else first. He will pick it apart first to find a, a reasonable explanation for what is yeah. going on. So anytime you're listening to podcasts, you will always, when you hear me say it's, it's something's going on, Something's going on I can't explain. And I'm one that would sit there and pick apart. I'll touch something if it says, do not touch. I'm like, yeah, okay, you're messing with It's these two places have stuff going on. You can't, like I said in the last podcast, going from the Jenny Way to the orphanage, cross street, and we, that dead cat, if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to that last podcast. Yeah. On the Jenny Wade House podcast. You can't do that stuff. It's no. just crazy, right? And you can't freak out the You can't freak out the person who's doing the tour. Right. And he can't. And he got on the radio went in the other tour. And there was something's yeah, something's <laughs> gone wrong. Something's not going on right. It's it's a really it's really odd thing because they have these walkie talkies and stuff of communication, and it's kind of like okay, they really just scared crapless. Yeah, they want to be able to get someone real quick. <laughs> just scared crapless. Like, yeah, but there's also a lot in that town since we are pretty much done talking about these two. Mm-hmm. Is there's some great tour tours just walking the streets oh yeah they have walking tours history tours on the streets but they also have the ghost walks yes and it takes to a lot of haunted stuff and historical stuff haunted stuff mm-hmm. and you can see a lot of new stuff and there's like creepy battlefields you can just look straight out at nighttime and you get an eerie feel oh very eerie feeling and they have so many different stories for so many different ghostly tales there like i said if- we'll get we'll get into some during our future podcast right but Wow, the hotels up there, restaurants up, up there. there. Yeah, I mean, we took a picture, and we'll, I'll tell you this: we're not going to do our story just on our little place, right? But we took a picture of a window, and you saw a figure, yeah, in the window. We, and we, you literally, when you were outside, saw someone in the window, and took a picture, saw the person in the window, a female of of in the window, and there was no one. It was, I mean, it wasn't a reflection. We're talking about actual figure, and it was on two story uh, yeah, building building. Abandoned. I mean, it was what was no, it? It, it was, was a Dobbin house. Dobbin house, which is a restaurant. Right, but this thing was you could clear as day see it was transparent. Transparent person. Now again, I'm skeptical, 
but I saw this. Saw it. We seen it more than we, but we seen it. Yes. We have a picture somewhere. Yeah, I may still have it around on Facebook, I think. Maybe, but we're not, yeah, we're not going right. to post that right this second. But eventually we'll be able to put it on our page or something. Yeah. Um, It's incredible. Yeah. And you, you literally, and that's, I can literally say we saw a ghost. And not just this, and it wasn't really, I mean, it was a freaky, like, what the heck is that? Right. It was like, oh, immediately, like, oh, we got to take a picture because that looks like a ghost. And, like, some and, don't and look it, right. And, 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 and that picture shows clearly this, you see through, but it's a person. It's, it's the most realistic ghost I've ever seen in my life. As in person, yeah, absolutely. That was like, the heck where am i at why am i here <laughs> um so again it, there's gettysburg's a good starting point there's so much there and i definitely suggest those two places first and foremost right but there, like i said there's gonna be a thousand things we cover of mysteries and paranormal and it's going to be incredible you're going to hear some great things and we're going to investigate some great things oh yeah and uh Lizzie Borden's going to be a physical investigation this year. Yep. We're going to go there. We're going to check it out for ourselves. And some other ones. And speaking of that, to give the podcast a little more in-depth stuff, we did go out investigating a couple weeks ago. We did. <laughs> to a bridge that's supposedly haunted around our area, right? Yes. And uh, let me just tell you, we didn't get a lot of time spending there because the water was bad, so we didn't really spend minutes there. But this bridge was creepy eerie creepy all the things everything you would expect when you go to something creepy right yeah and uh even the bridge sound was creepy oh it was the legend of it is that people can see ghosts or can see people hanging mm -hmm. from the raptors of this bridge right okay we didn't get a chance to really see it or experiment much with it but I guarantee you just walking around that area gives you that ghostly feeling. It's, I can't explain yeah. it. It's not when I talk like a normal, we're talking like an old wooden bridge yeah. in the middle of nowhere, pitch black, just very creepy. There's one in Gettysburg too. Yes. Um, um, Saks Bridge, is that what's Saks Bridge and yeah. Gettysburg. Yeah. We had something very funny happen there, which I say, let's get into that a little bit because it is Gettysburg. It's not, and, and not only that, it's not a story we're going to do a whole podcast on. But there's a bridge called Saks Bridge in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. um, it's got legends of hauntings. There's yeah. a lot of bad things happening there. It's right over a little stream, river. Creek something. Creek, that, but yeah. it's pretty deep creek. Pretty, pretty deep of it. I mean, because mm -hmm. we experimented. We went there last March, last year. Mm -hmm. And we really experimented at nighttime. And it was creepy. The really creek, the water itself just falling in, you know, you would probably drown. It's it's actually a pretty deep creek or a river, whatever you want, yeah, whatever what you want to call it. But where it's at, it's just very weird, very creepy, dark, mysterious, cold that just can't explain it. Back in the in the middle of like nowhere, right? Eerie. I mean, that it had the whole ride. And the story is a lot of people take their prom pictures here they do it's famous for that it's famous for like high school pictures and dance pictures and just that kind of general stuff right a lot yeah. of, a lot of people in that area or travel to that area to get their picture taken there especially when they're doing on a prom or something right and a lot of it's because of the legends and history of it and there's been many many sightings there from ghosts to 
hanging. I mean, I can't remember every story. That yeah, there's so it, many. But it's creeps. So we decided, you know, <laughs> James had a couple beers and thought it'd be a good idea. <laughs> we went there at so night. We went there at night. <laughs> With our buddy. With our buddy. And uh, as soon as we pulled up and stopped, our car. Start having issues. Yeah. Pretty much was breaking down. Couldn't figure it out, but we were like, well, we're there anyway. Let's get out and look around. We're talking like weird stuff. It's phenomenal. We're talking like it conked out. It, it just wouldn't start. We had problem with the headlights. I mean, everything. It was just weird stuff that we never had happen with that car, and it never happened again. Yeah. The headlights were stuck on. It was weird. It, it's creepy. It never happened again after, but it was like the, it couldn't get started again. The headlights were stuck on. It was like, what's going on? Right. And if anybody who really knows about paranormal, that's some of the things that can happen with paranormal. Right. The energy, it can mess with the electronics. And the fact of the noise, as you heard there, it was creepy. Now, am I 100% sure there was paranormal there? No. Being honest. But it's just very odd. The car trouble, the noises, and how dark. And the other thing is that bridge, you can't see through it. It's completely black. Yeah. So you got to take some good lights. And if you don't, you're in the black. And I'm telling you what, it's really, really creepy. And this is the one in Gettysburg, not the one we went to around here. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something That's I'm, another place to something go check I'll, out. Something I'll do again, but it has to be in the daytime. I've been there during the day, and you are correct with the pictures. I've gone there in the day, and there were quite a few people taking Getting their professional pictures. Getting professional pictures there. It's, yep. very, it's a hot spot. And you look it up, and you'll see it. It's just, it's got a big history of horror. Oh, paranormal. it does. And uh, a lot of people go there for the paranormal, but a lot of people go there just for the picture. And when they do it, it's daytime, of yeah. course. <laughs> uh, we went there at night. Creepy. Yeah, we took creepy, creepy, creepy pictures galore to walk through the bridge to the other side. And this is this is famous. This isn't like a small town story. This isn't like a local story. This is national story. Mm-hmm. People travel to this bridge, and it's been on the news. So this, yeah, it's, it's a pretty big deal. It's, it's a not... pretty big deal. I mean, yeah, if you're in the paranormal, you probably know it. Yes. Uh it was just. It was creepy. It was like, okay, let's get the heck out of here. We did. We we said we did. Let's get out of here. Yep. <laughs> you know, you won't go sit down and play around, especially now the cars like man. It's like, oh, what's going on? With the car. Get back to the hotel. We'll get back on the road. Everything's fine. Once we got it started and everything, and the lights went out. As soon as we got to when we got to our location, we turned off the car. Lights went out right away. Everything was fine. But yeah. there, nope. <laughs> whatever, forever reason. Reason when we we were parked there, the car had issues. Yeah, like I said, not lights before couldn't, that. Couldn't get the lights out for nothing. Not after that. Only there. Yeah. But, yeah, it definitely, that place definitely embodies everything paranormal. So you'll get the vibes going there. Now, I will say, that I really feel like that bridge that we visited the the last, last week or the week before. Uh-huh. I think it was a little bit more scarier. At least, like, just because of the atmosphere. Well, it was foggy two weeks ago. And this isn't a sex bridge. This is the one by us. Yeah. Um, that bridge we went to a couple weeks ago, we really have to explore. The one we went to two weeks ago, it's around us. We didn't get to. Yeah. Um, we went there. It was raining. Fog, foggy. But the creepy part about it, too, was the fog was only bad around that road. Like, really bad right there by the bridge. Right. To the point where you couldn't see anymore. Which was really creepy. And then you got back out, you know maybe less than a quarter of a mile, less than that, and you could see. But right there, just fog, thick, thick, thick. The, fog. Some of the thickest fog I've ever seen in my life. 
And uh, it was like, oh, I hope we can even drive to get out of here. Because right. it was like, you can't see the bridge anymore. Yeah, it was it was a scary moment, ain't going to lie. Because we did go across it and turn right back around to come back through. And uh, But we did go. Unfortunately, we, we were going to go there, use the GoPro, and put it on a YouTube channel. But the fog was so bad that you couldn't see anything. So there was no real point. Yeah, you guys would have been looking at fog, and that, that would have been it. You wouldn't have seen anything. We wouldn't have been able to see anything, even if it was something there. Which is just very eerie. But, yeah, we do have to go back and do a full investigation on that and do some footage. Yeah. And we will be doing that hopefully in the next couple of weeks for you guys. Again, if you want to see footage, I can't guarantee you'll see anything or see anything uh, paranormal. But we're still going to post it, that yep. video, on our YouTube channel when we go back in a couple of weeks. So, again, subscribe to the Mystery of the Shadows YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss when we actually do post it. Not a lot of content on there right this minute, but this year is about to change. Yep, this is a brand new channel, so look out, guys, because we have a lot coming. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, like I said, you're going to see Lizzie board and stuff on there this year once we go. Yep. And a lot of cool other things locally and some other things that we might be going down to uh, – the South and doing mm -hmm. something that we found out today from one of our friends named Jose, who's a part of our anger Hawks friendship channel. Yeah, right. Um, so he sent us something today. Intriguing that we <laughs> have to check out now. Yeah. Thanks Jose. Thank you Jose. You know, you are a buddy. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, so yeah. And that's same for you guys out there in podcasting. If you know something that you want us to kind of check out and if we're able to, we will. So uh, we'll put the email in the in the description or the show notes. Yeah. And you can reach out to us. So if there's a story you want us to cover on our podcast, mm -hmm. or if you want us to go and investigate something, you might have to your house. Contact us. Yeah. Or a certain place you might think that we're too scared to go to. Contact us. And uh, if you definitely, we're not asking for money, but if you do want us to come and We'll go and rest these places. We can tell you we are not rich, so everything does help. Exactly. Because, um, <laughs> you know, we have no problem doing it, but also, you know, saving up to go do it is uh, a chore in itself. It is. We have so many things we're working on going to travel, but funds, we have to put them in place for everything. Yeah, so, so it takes, you know, a couple months to go to each one. Right. Right this minute until we grow, and that's the whole point of sharing the podcast and channels out. <laughs> and we do a lot. Like you said, we also have the Anger Hawks Fishing Outdoor Adventures channel yeah. and podcast, yeah. Anger Hawk Addiction. And we do this. And we do another one, another podcast. It's just open mic fun stuff. Yeah. But the, this channel and this podcast and Anger Hawks channel and podcast is our main focus, especially the Anger Hawks on this, right? Yep, exactly. So, with that being said, next week, open mic top 10 on a lot of stuff we're going to give and then tell you a few short stories and we're going to cover like non-real stories like the Blair Witch story mm -hmm. um and then we'll discuss like you know the books that we read as a kid that were kind of creepy since we are writing a book right it only so, makes sense so mystery squad if you love this podcast share it out thank you for joining us at the mystery mansion and pretty soon we will not be at the Mystery Mansion. We will be on location, hopefully, in the next month or two at a haunted place. Like, yes. Which we are going to look into because we're going to be taking some trips. And remember, in about 10 days, we will be in the haunted woods. 
of Burkittsville, Maryland. Which that footage will be on the YouTube channel. So be looking out for that. That's why it's important to hit that notification bell once you subscribe. So, as always, Mystery Squad, thank you. And don't die. Yeah, don't die. Be safe.